Before I get into my devotion today, I want to invite you to join me this Monday evening, August 1st at 7 p.m. at the Tyler Campus Sanctuary for a time of prayer. As we Kansans prepare to vote on Tuesday for such a divisive issue, it, it seems wise to gather to pray first. Now, this isn't going to be a rally meeting, but a time to pray for families, women, men, and for our relationships with God and one another. We will pray for God's discernment and that His will would be done so that in all things we hallow His name and bring honor to Jesus as we care for the least of these who are in the womb, their moms, their dads, grandmas and grandpas, and all who are affected. Come and let us pray together on Monday, 7 p.m., Tyler Campus. My devotional today comes from 1 Samuel chapter 17, which is the very familiar story of David and Goliath, where little David shepherd boy takes on the supervillain Goliath. The problem with knowing a story of the Bible is that we can miss some of the fine details that are also embedded in the story. If you haven't read this chapter of the Bible in a while, I encourage you to read the whole thing, that whole chapter. I've included a link in the video description box for your convenience, so just click and read it. One detail that caught my attention was the contempt that David's oldest brother had for him. Oh, Goliath was ready to kill David, but his older brother wasn't all that much different as he dismissed David as evil, as if David were the real enemy to be despised and rejected. Remember that David's dad had sent him to the front lines of the battle with some food for his whole family, his older brother included, and also to hear how things were going and then bring back a report to his dad. But when the eldest brother Eliab saw David, this was what he said to his little squirt brother. Why have you come down here? And with whom did you leave the few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited you are and how wicked your heart is. You came down only to watch the battle. Why is it that we can be just as hateful to family as to an enemy on the battlefield? Why is it that we can be nasty to the very people that are closest to us? The more time we spend with the same people, we begin to develop a good case of mutual annoyance. The little odd personal habits of the other, the tone of voice with a hint of judgment that rubs us raw, the behaviors which are small begin to be amplified the more time that we spend together. And we conclude that this person is not a good person. This person is annoying, or whatever other bad light we may wish to shine on them. And then the contempt grows. The anger grows. The love diminishes. Marriages, they don't end in a moment, but the initial love weakens over time with a settled case of mutual annoyance. Those little unresolved hurts big disappointments, failures to be there when we really needed that person there for us and in, on our side. 
Congregation members don't leave their home church over one bad experience. But as one negative encounter runs into the next and then the next, the love dissipates. And then you come to a crossroads. Since you don't have that loving feeling anymore, then you assume that this is just the way it's going to be. And when a final unpleasant experience is encountered, then one leaves the relationship. If nothing else, at least see the demonic hand at work at such moments like that. The question that Satan placed in the Garden of Eden was to question the love of God. Does he really have your back? Does he really have your best interest in mind? Can he be trusted? Are you really loved, love loved by him? This same wedge is placed in every relationship and Satan hammers the wedge day after day, night after night, placing the wedge in the cracks of mutual annoyance, judgment, hurt feelings, neglect, and every kind of relationship evil that tears the relationship to shreds. I know it seems pretty hopeless that any family could remain close for long, any, any couple could be head over heels in love for a lifetime, or any congregation of Christians could bear witness to the world for very long of see how we love each other. And the wedge, it would win if it weren't for the one who is love, Jesus, our beloved. His original group of 12 disciples would have disbanded long before his crucifixion if he hadn't continually called them back to his love. They fought with each other uh, right up to the final days of his life over who was the greatest. The New Testament letters to Christians in Rome, Corinth, Galatia, Thessalonica, and all the others included calls to forgive one another, love one another, bear with each other, build each other up. At times, even the heroes of the New Testament faith parted company in anger with each other, as did Paul and Barnabas. The wedge will continue to be hammered by Satan. And we are frail and sinful human beings, but thankfully we're not alone. And our love is sustained by Jesus himself, who loves us and is in us by his Holy Spirit. He is greater than the wedge, just as David was greater than Goliath. Love is the only way we at ascension can bear to be with each other. Love is the only remedy for marriage, for families, for our world. The true love of Jesus, who gave himself into death so that we might have life with him and in him, a good, settled case of mutual annoyance is lifted, replaced with the compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience that we are invited to put on, bearing with one another and forgiving whatever grievances we have against one another. We must forgive as Christ forgave us and put on love, which binds them all together in perfect harmony. Paul, who was mad at Barnabas, wrote these words about 2,000 years ago. 
and they are just as relevant today as they were to the Christians living in Colossae. Blessings on your worship this weekend. Be sure to check out 1 Samuel 17 with the link down below in the description box and see what strikes you as something new and helpful. And if you really do have some kind of great epiphany or really, yeah, I got to share this, write in the description or the comment section or send me an email. See you all this weekend.